Smells like football, baby. <laughs> up guys welcome back to the fantasy football smackdown i'm your host kyle august getting you set for the waiver wire heading into week three that's about as enthusiastic as i'm going to be about this week's wire because honestly right off the top as much as i do want you you should stay tuned in obviously this is the list of guys that you need to be looking to target uh this week but i'm not blowing a ton of fab or waiver priority to be honest with you guys there's a few guys here that i do like uh, but man, th- this is a rough week going through the wire. There is not a ton left on the bone, uh, for you guys out there. So kind of similar to week one, when I was talking about waiver wire strategy, this might be another week where you kind of sit back, let the, let the rest of your league, maybe, maybe drop some guys that are being a little bit impatient on, and then just go scoop those guys up for a little bit cheaper for free later on in the week. But speaking of free, uh, waiver wire sniping. If you're if you haven't been tuning into waiver wire sniping, I've been dropping that show every Saturday morning and afternoon on YouTube. So if you're not subscribed on YouTube, you're missing out. Uh, but then Sunday mornings as well. Waiver wire sniping, of course, is a strategy of stashing players on your bench. Uh, if there's a player that you don't need for this upcoming week, you have an extra bench spot. You can just drop that player, add a speculative player onto your bench. Hopefully they hit. Hopefully I'm talking about them here the following week as, as a must add, a player that you want to go get, the guy to grab off the wire this week and he's already on your bench because you you were listening to waiver wire sniping so really enjoy doing that show and dropping that one for you guys but again youtube only on saturday mornings or afternoons and then uh sunday on the podcast feed so you got to be subscribed in both places of course if you've been liking what you hear on the dwz football network rate and review the show wherever you listen always appreciate you guys staying subscribed wherever you listen to podcasts but reviews if possible are much much appreciated that's the best way to support the show support everybody here on the Warzone network uh, also, full disclosure, recording this be uh, about halftime here in the Minnesota and Philadelphia game. Not a great <laughs> uh, couple games here for ESPN, to be honest. Uh, and hopefully you guys, maybe you had a Monday night miracle, maybe you didn't. I know I got Stefan Dig to death. Uh, couldn't believe it. Thought for sure that was a slam dunk dub and, and Diggs went out there and, uh, and blew it up. Uh, fancy football for you, baby. But without any further ado, let's dive into this thing. Of course, if you're watching on YouTube, you're going to see this list of players here on the screen as I roll through each position and my rankings of where I'd be adding these guys uh, for this upcoming week. Uh, If you're not watching on YouTube, I'll be rolling through these ownership percentages as we go. Top three ads, regardless of position. Quick reminder, my threshold is 50% owned and I use Yahoo ownership. So be sure just to scrub through your league just to make sure there's no gems that for some reason uh, aren't more owned in your particular league. But uh, Generally, just use Yahoo ownership for these lists. But at the top of the list, and I think pretty far and away, um, these top two guys for me, number one is Raheem Mostert, 43% owned. Jahan Dotson, also 43% owned. So if those guys are available in your league for some reason, uh, you need to go add those guys right now. Those are the two guys I would spend some decent priority or fab on. Garrett Wilson comes in at number three, coming off a really nice game. I still think, though, that this Jets offense got a little bit lucky on the draw. Uh, drawing the Cleveland Browns, but also uh, Elijah Moore is somebody that I still really believe in. So I think Garrett Wilson uh, is probably still the number two guy for a little bit in this offense. So that's why I have him at number three on this list. QB streamers this week. Maybe you're the Trey Lance owner. Maybe you're still trying to replace Dak Prescott. Maybe you're trying to avoid Aaron Rodgers playing up against Tampa Bay this week. But regardless, these streaming quarterbacks, 
Not ideal for you, whatever your position uh, you're in, but uh, I got three of them for you. Jared Goff going up against the Minnesota Vikings. That's going to be in Minnesota, 22% owned. Goff has six touchdowns over the first two weeks. And number two on this list by quite a bit, there is a gap here, but Marcus Mariota going up against the Seattle Seahawks. That's going to be in Seattle on the road, 11% owned. Mariota has had nine and 17 fantasy points the first two weeks uh, with the Falcons. So it hasn't looked pretty, but for fantasy, Mariota is getting it done. And number three on this list, as far as streamers go, if you're looking long-term, I'd, I'd probably hop him up the list over both of these guys. But number three streaming quarterback this week is Jimmy Garoppolo, stepping in as a starting quarterback for the 49ers, going up against the Denver Broncos. Tough matchup on the road, 5% owned Jimmy G. If you're streaming, it's Goff Mariota, then Jimmy G. But if you're looking for long-term, Jimmy G would be at the top of the list, just outside the top 15 overall as the uh, quarterback for the 49ers, and hopefully he'll get his full Compliment of weapons back with George Kittle close to returning just this last week. Should be good to go, hopefully, in week three. Running backs. I mentioned Raheem Mostert at the top. He's my top overall uh, add, 43% owned, gets the Buffalo Bills. Game script might not favor him this week, but in week two, he did have 11 carries to just five for Chase Edmonds. Mike Mostert, though, did have three targets to two for Edmonds. So uh, Edmonds was on the field more in the two-minute drill, playing from behind potentially against Buffalo. Mostert might not have a great fantasy week, but I've got to like the usage there and somebody you can just grab right off the wire. Number two on this list is Mark Ingram, 30% owned. Alvin Kamara was out this last week and Ingram saw featured work. Uh, if Kamara misses another week or so, Ingram could be an automatic start for you guys. I like liked how he looked on Sunday. Three and four, you got to split hairs just a bit. Honestly, I'm hoping that James Conner is just good to go. They said the injury wasn't serious, but that doesn't mean he won't miss time. Eno Benjamin and Daryl Williams is how I'd have those two ranked three and four in my rankings going up against the Rams this week. Eno is 11% owned. Daryl Williams is 4% owned. So these guys are widely available. Uh, I would kind of let people, if Mostert's available, maybe I just let people spend the fab on them and on Mostert and then just grab Benjamin or Williams cheap. Uh, whichever one's cheaper, honestly, is the route I would go. So, um, but uh, I think, you know, from what we saw the first week, Eno was on the field when Williams wasn't, didn't find the field week one. And then in week two, they split pretty evenly. And Daryl Williams was seeing the the uh, the goal line looks, the short yardage looks for this offense. So I'm still going to give the edge to Eno just because I think he has a little bit more of a role if Connor's there. But if Connor's out, it may it may swing to Williams' favor as far as, you know, kind of spot starter. Number five on this list is the rookie, Tyler Algier. He was active this last week with Damian Williams being put on IR. The Atlanta Falcons rookie running back is – playing second fiddle to Cordero Patterson, speculative ad 14% owned. The wide receivers, this is where the money will be spent. Jahan Dotson, 43% owned, up about 20% from last week. Hit Pater once again, gets the Philadelphia Eagles on Sunday. Garrett Wilson, the rookie, had a monster game against Cleveland, goes up against the Bengals in New York, 23% owned. That's going to jump a ton. This is your last shot to get Garrett Wilson. Traylon Burks worked in early against uh, Buffalo this last week, going up against the Raiders. 44% owned. I think, again, kind of this is a last-ditch time that you can grab these guys. Dotson, Wilson, Burks could make their way into flex every, weekly flexes here uh, in the near future. Number four on this list is Russell Gage. Could be more of a shorter-term play. Mike Evans suspended, appealing as of right now, but if he's suspended he, and he misses that game going up against Green Bay, the Bucks could be without him. Julio Jones couldn't suit up this week. Doesn't sound like uh, Chris Godwin was necessarily very close, so he could take a shot at Russell Gage. Not on this list. Rashard Perriman would be a super, super deep league guy if all those guys missed it. it was just Gage and Perriman out there. I mean, whew, God help us. But 
Uh, Russell Gage is number four on this list. Number five is Michael Gallup, 27% owned. With Dalton Schultz injured as of right now, we're not sure how many how long he's going to be out, but it sounds like it's not going to be a, a you know maybe a week or two. It could be more. Gallup is somebody that you're stashing, trying to get to Dak Prescott, but with the available targets, even with Cooper Rush, this could be a guy that you might be playing. I really want to see Gallup suit up for the Cowboys in week three, even though you would never start Michael Gallup. He'll probably be on a pitch count, but maybe week four, week five could be a guy that you plug into your roster. Week six, or sorry, not week six, number six on this list, Nico Collins uh, has not produced yet, but saw a team high nine targets tied with with Brandon Cooks, 25% owned. Collins is a guy that you might start seeing get dropped by owners. I'd keep an eye on him. And Greg Dorch still uh, putting up some fantasy numbers without Rondell Moore, 7% owned. If he continues, if Moore continues to miss time, Dorch is a guy I'm fine as a spot starter in PPR leagues. If you're watching on YouTube, little typo in there. Sorry about that. Donovan Peoples-Jones not on my list this week. Uh, carryover from last week. So the wide receiver priority, Jahan Dotson, Garrett Wilson, Burks. The rookie wide receivers are in the top three there. Russell Gage at four. Michael Gallup, the stash at five. Nico Collins, six. Hoping for the uh, for the production to match the opportunity. And then Dorch there at seven as long as Rondell Moore continues to miss time for the Cardinals. Moving on to the tight ends. Streaming options this week. I like Logan Thomas as a top 12 tight end going forward. Logan Thomas is only 14% owned, gets Philadelphia in week three. So it's not only a fine streamer, but somebody that if you can add to your roster, I think you're good to go at the tight end position uh, the rest of the way. Number two on this list, just behind him as far as optimism. I like Hayden Hurst as a streamer for this week. If he continues to see the targets, I still think he could be a low end every week start. Um, but for right now, 16% owned. Hurst is just a streamer for me. And then number three on this list is Evan Ingram. He's significantly behind Hurst, in my opinion, just because I think that offense at Cincinnati is going to turn around just a bit. But Ingram is seeing looks there in Jacksonville. He's a guy that I'm going to go take a peek at. Now that Gerald Everett has graduated from the 50% group, we're looking at some of these lesser owned tight ends as week three streamers. And then finally, streaming DSTs. The Dallas Cowboys and New York Giants face off on Monday Night Football next week. We are blessed, America. Uh, but the Dallas Cowboys at 42% on are is a great streaming option to going up against Daniel Jones, the human turnover machine. Micah might have 10 sacks in this game. Micah Parsons, that Dallas Cowboys defense, is my number one streaming DST at 42% on. In that same game, though, I'll take the Giants DST going up against Cooper Rush, 7% on. That one's going to be in New York in prime time. So I think that defense shows up. They've been pretty decent so far this season uh, on that side of the ball. And number three on this list, not a great option, but if you have to, I will take it off. I will take a defense going up against the Houston Texans offense at home, and that's the Chicago Bears 5% own this week. There you have it. Week three waiver wire. Again, I'm probably letting the rest of the field just blow by me, spend some fab money, waste some waiver priorities, unless those rookie receivers or most are on the board. But uh, sometimes that's just how it shakes out uh, in a given week. So hopefully better weeks ahead for the waiver wire. Appreciate you checking out this show. Make sure you're subscribed. Memphis is Jerry and the Warzone guys, of course, every single Wednesday will be coming at you tomorrow. But until then, I'll catch you guys in uh, on the Wave Wire Sniping Show this weekend. Best luck to you guys on the wire, and I'll catch you boys later in the week. We'll see you.